Hello and welcome back to I Read a Book Once, a podcast where I talk about books. My name's Emma and today we're going to be talking about The Life in Medieval Times of Kit Sweetly by Jamie Pacton. So I have to be fully transparent here. This is actually my second time recording this episode, which I'm very annoyed about, but whatever. The first time I recorded it, downstairs in the kitchen and the sound quality is not good it is very echoey and you can't really hear my voice that well and so instead of making you suffer through that I have to record this again which I don't really have time to be doing that but oh well so let's get started then and before we start as always there will be spoilers if you do not want the life in medieval times of Kit Sweetly to be spoiled do not listen to this episode read the book come back and take a listen then so Before I explain the plot, and I promise this time it won't be as long as last time, I think I got it down to an art now. Anyways, um, I have to tell you why I got this book. I didn't really do very much research about it. It was two or three days before my birthday, and the things I wanted for my birthday included a pair of gym shoes, which I needed to uh, be there to physically try on to purchase, and prescription sunglasses. Again, I need to be there in person to purchase them. But my house was on lockdown because we'd all seen somebody who had tested positive for COVID um, a couple days previously. So my dad told me to just pick out a bunch of books on Amazon and they would buy them for my birthday. So I did very little research. I just kind of clicked on books that looked sort of interesting and then picked them out. So this was one of them. Should I have done more research? I don't know if it would have helped, but this was not my most favorite book I've ever read. And now let's tell you a little bit about the plot. The basic premise of this book is why I got it. It sounded super interesting to me. So basically what this book is about is this girl named Kit who works at the castle is what it's called, but essentially picture medieval times. And she is a waitress there who are called wenches. And she wants to be a knight like her older brother. So she wants to fight and be the entertainment. So the company has a policy that states that only cis men can be knights and so Kit doesn't think that's fair and she wants to be a knight and then the rest of the book is about how she fights against that rule so she can become a knight. I'm all for feminism. This sounded like a really cool topic. It sounded similar to an idea for a book I'd had in the past so I wanted to see how it was executed. The execution was not exactly there for me. I am sorry to say. So how does this book start? Kit is working at the castle. She argues with her uncle, who's the manager, about why she can't be a knight. And he says, it's not company policy. Get over it. And she uh, goes and talks to her two best friends. Um, Layla is her black best friend, who uh, they talk about how whenever she's working at the castle, everybody compares her to the one black person in Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I don't remember these titles. And I read this book about a month ago now, so sorry. And her other best friend is Jet, who is half Indian, half Russian, and she has a major crush on Jet, so clearly they have a romantic thing throughout the book, but the whole thing is that they are just going to be friends. So she talks to them, and then they're looking for her brother who's late. She finds her brother and asks if she can fight as him tonight. And he says, sure, I'll go wait your tables. So she goes out and fights, and she... uh, goes off script a bit and beats somebody that she's not supposed to beat and she rides out as the red knight whatever and beats the green knight and then at the end she rips off her helmet and says I am no man I'm a woman and I just won and this sets off a whole chain reaction of events she goes home and when she goes home 
her house, the power's out. So one thing you need to know about Kit and her family is that they are very poor. Kit finds a letter that their house is going to be foreclosed upon because their mom hasn't been paying the mortgage recently. You later find out the reason behind this is Kit's dad left them a couple years ago and he stole all the money and they never got divorced and so the mom has been using the mortgage payments instead to pay for a lawyer so she can finally get divorced from her husband and that way they can get more financial aid for Kit and her brother and Kit is a senior in high school and she's getting ready to go to college and all of her schools have rejected her except for Marquette. It's the last one and she just got a letter and she's scared to open it. So Kit and her family is very poor. That's something you need to know. It's very important for the entire plot. So Kit turns off her phone and just kind of ignores any messages from her uncle who is going to be mad at her. She wakes up the next morning and Layla has started a website. Her jet is really good with filming so he made this whole video about how Kit is the girl knight and it's blowing up on social media and Layla makes a website so that people can see things about it and then Jet whisks Kit off to a day trip in Marquette even though her mom grounds her for the whole thing that just happened and she goes out there and they do a little trip and whatever and then Kit opens her letter while they're out there and sees that she got into Marquette so now she needs to know how she's gonna pay for Marquette and being a knight if she could be a knight she could make way more money than being a serving one so she wants to do that they go back home and uh, Kit's in trouble with her uncle he yells at her and then she decides that she wants to fight again so she's trying to figure out a way to do it and corporate is asking for ideas from different people to try and reinvigorate the castle because they're losing money so kit tells them their idea emails them her idea of an all a bunch of girl knights in a night a girl knight sort of uh jousting tournament thing and whatever so then she sets out to make it a reality and she recruits some of her friends so she recruits her best friend Layla and then um a couple other of characters so there's Penny her brother's best friend who is transgender there is I believe their name is Alex that is non who is non-binary and then two other girls who are honestly very irrelevant to the plot other than the fact that they need more people in their little night thing so they decide to all train and become knights and they train at Layla's house because she's super rich and has horses and stuff all of Kit's friends are actually really rich and the big thing that she does is she doesn't want any of them to know how bad off her fa- how like poor her family is so that's a thing and then also whenever she goes out with Jet because they've said they're just gonna be friends she always has to pay and that way it's not like a date so they're all training whatever and corporate comes down and tells kit no no girl nights and her uncle says do not do this tournament otherwise i'll fire you but instead of telling her friends kit does not and then she's at work and her brother gets hurt he gets thrown off his horse and gets super injured and has to be rushed to the hospital he breaks a leg maybe an arm some gets a concussion stuff like that so he obviously can't fight which is just devastating for the family because her brother has three different jobs that he does and goes to the community college and all this different stuff and they have no idea how they're going to pay the medical bills the dad ends up coming to the hospital and kit talks to him and he makes lame excuses and then runs away before he can sign the divorce papers 
or return the guitar that he stole from his brother. Kit leaves and they bring her brother back and instead of telling and then then on Monday so that happened on a Friday I think and then on Monday she goes on the news and is telling everybody to come to the castle for the tournament of all girl nights that really sets off her uncle who then starts a meeting with the entire company and says if any women ride out as knights they will be fired so all of Kit's friends get really mad at her for lying and then she also loses her job as a wench and has to basically be a stable hand in scoop horse poop so that's unfortunate for her once that happens she um is outside and gets into a fight with annoying dude who's irrelevant really and then jack comes out to because she gets locked outside so jack comes out to get her um kit kisses him he says no what the heck are you doing we're just friends and then runs away Kit's super devastated and then decides to skip school on both Thursday and Friday because none of her friends would talk to her and she embarrassed herself in front of Jet. And then Friday comes and Jet and her brother, Jet this whole time has been making a video of the progress of them all training to be knights. So he shows the video to all of the girls and they say no, or all of the um, knight squad. And they all say you know what Kit we forgive you and let's fight even if we lose our jobs which you know is commendable and so they go out there and fight in their disguise so nobody knows that the their girls out there until the very end when they all take their helmets off and the uncle is coming out to yell at Kit and fire them all when the corporate people come because they had been there that night and they congratulate them and say that this is a new program that will be rolling out at all of their castle locations soon so that plot is sort of wrapped up and then the only thing we have left is that jet kisses kit or they kiss again i don't remember how it happened and they decide to be boyfriend and girlfriend and so apparently this whole thing about him not wanting to date her that happened two days ago is fake and uh, also the uncle gets promoted and gives her brother workers comp so that his whole salary is they don't have to worry about it and Kit decides that she's going to go to the community college instead of Marquette because she got a full ride there and she doesn't have to worry about the payments like she would with Marquette and that is basically the plot of the book. Now that we're done with the plot summary let's talk about the good stuff. The first thing we have to address is the sheer amount of diversity in this book. Literally almost everybody other than Kit and her family and the antagonist, basically. So there's these three people who are annoying at the castle. I didn't really touch on them. But everybody except for them is either a person of color or a member of the LGBTQ community. There's a lot of diversity in this book, which is an awesome thing. When I looked at reviews of this book, basically everybody really commended that um, diversity aspect of the book. Um, I personally found it to be a little bit checklisty, like every single different minority group is in it. Um, check and moving on, so a bit more performative than doing well. However, I really enjoy the diversity in this book, even if it did seem a little... Um, surface level to me rather than um, meaningful but that's just my opinion feel free to disagree and um, I don't want to be I did really like that there was diversity I just wish that it was developed better if that makes any sense Um, so yeah but then so kind of going 
off of that is that this book on its face seems to be very progressive, right? You have the feminist message about anybody should be able to be a knight, which I totally agree in, and you have the huge um, amount of diversity in all of the side characters. But then there were these weird things in the book that just didn't make sense within that. So one of them was smoking, like smoking cigarettes. So I didn't touch on this in my plot summary, but sometimes the castle has these after work parties where everybody shows up and they drink and whatever and have a good time, which is neither here nor there. But when Kit shows up with her friends with Layla, Penny offers both of them cigarettes and they both take them and they all smoke cigarettes, like every single character, right? And it's just weird. The first reason it's weird is because Kit says that she grew up not liking the smell of cigarette smoke because her parents smoked and whatever. Okay, so that's weird. If you don't like it, why are you smoking? She says it's this group mentality thing that everybody does it there, whatever. Okay, sure. I still think it's weird. The other thing is smoking is just so out of touch with the times. If it had been everybody there vapes or smokes pot or something like that, I'd be more likely to not find it as weird as smoking cigarettes since basically everybody in this generation knows that cigarettes will kill you and I know maybe one or two people my age that smoke cigarettes. So it's just weird to me that all the characters in the book are smoking cigarettes. It just does not make sense to me. Let me know what you think about that. The other thing is very niche, very personal of why I got frustrated and that is that Kit makes this comment about the soccer moms asking for gluten-free options and that's very frustrating to me because that's what what word am I looking for that is uh, acting upon the stereotypes as gluten-free as a being um, fake and be only hippie like caring ladies being gluten-free and it being more of a hassle than having any actual health reasons behind it, which is not true. Um, I'm gluten-free and everybody in my immediate family except for my dad is for a variety of very important, very um, essential reasons. I have cousins who have celiacs. This is a real thing. It's not, we're not asking for gluten-free options to be annoying or to make your job more difficult, but because there are real health consequences if we ingest gluten, i.e. wheat, if you're not really familiar with what it is. And so anytime a book makes comments like this, it's bound to get under my skin. That's just a thing you should know about me. And so that was very frustrating. I literally had to stop reading that night. It was also my bedtime, so I had to go to bed anyways. But I was very upset about that. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention it because I thought about it a lot. And it just seems weird to me that you're going to be so progressive about these other things, but not about dietary restrictions and health issues. So that's my two cents on that. The other thing kind of wrapping in or kind of tying into this diversity and progressivismness, I don't know is the fact that Kit's family is poor, which I think it's great to have that sort of representation. However, I have questions about it. It's very clear that Kit's family is struggling financially. Like I said in my um, summary, their house is about to be foreclosed upon. The whole, they don't have a lot of money. The power goes out, the internet goes out, all these different sorts of things, right? It says her brother has the plastic sheet in his window because they couldn't get the window replaced, right? Okay, there's a lot of 
the family is clearly very poor and they are struggling to pay for college, for the medical bills, all this stuff. Okay, we got it. So why does Kit act the way that she does? The first thing is that Kit's mom works double shifts and her brother has the job at the castle, is an Uber driver and also creates his own blacksmith work. So he'll make metal chain vests and stuff like that and send them out to people. So her brother has three jobs, plus he's a college student at the community college, and her mom works double shifts and is barely ever home, and Kit has one job. Now, I will say Kit is a high school student, and it's not, high school students typically don't work as much as their parents or college student counterparts or anything like that, so I do want to say, okay, I get it, she's a high school student, most of the times they're not expected to work as much, so Kit just has the one job at the castle. Do you know how many times a week Kit works? maybe twice but yeah like twice a week and half of this book takes place over spring break in which she could work as many shifts as she wants because she has no school but chooses to work only twice I don't know if this is just so that the author can tell the story and have Kit go off on all these other adventures other than being at work all the time but I just have questions about why Kit never works when she's so concerned about paying for college and the house and her brother's medical, like all this stuff. I just don't understand why she only works the one job where she works Saturday, Friday nights and maybe a Wednesday. She doesn't even work Saturday or Sunday usually. It just doesn't add up to me, people. The other thing is the way that Kit spends her money. Now, I can understand that she doesn't want Jet to pay for her food because of the whole we're just friends I don't want to cross the lines and blur them okay that's fine she doesn't let Layla pay for things for her either okay pride I get it you're prideful you don't want your friends to pay for your food and stuff like that that's fine but when her brother's in the hospital her and her mom are visiting and her mom sends her down to get coffee and it's like this is our last five dollars you can go buy some coffee with it and then Kit spends the last five dollars that they have okay actually that's not true it's Kit's last five dollars the mom doesn't give it to her Kit has five dollars left in like her bank account and uses it to get money to buy or uses it to buy the two coffees in the cafeteria I just have questions Why are you spending your last $5 on really horrible hospital coffee? I understand you're under a lot of stress because your brother has been seriously injured and is going to be out of commission, but your brother has been seriously injured and is going to be out of commission. I think the $5 might be better spent towards, you know, medical bills and actual food, like groceries and stuff like that. But that's just me. I don't know. I am fortunate enough where I have never been in a position like that where I've had to decide between where I'm how I'm going to use my last five dollars I haven't been in a position where my family has not been able to pay the bills or something like that so this is just my personal opinion as somebody who hasn't experienced this personally so I don't know if this, to me, it doesn't seem like an accurate description of somebody who would be living within these circumstances, but I don't know. So if you think that I'm wrong, let me know. Give me your opinion. Also, I tried to look up the author's background to see if maybe the author came from 
extreme poverty or something like that and then maybe then I can ignore my own thoughts because of the author's background and that they know better than me. I could not find a lot about the author. Jamie Pacton, this is her debut novel and it did say when you look her up that she was one of, I can't remember, 10 or 11 siblings. So she had a lot of siblings. And it also says she grew up minutes away from the National Storytelling Center in the mountains of East Tennessee. Now, if you're familiar with East Tennessee, that's kind of the area where Dolly Parton is from. And it is very poor, very rural area of Tennessee. So maybe she did grow up poor because if you kind of make inferences of the area she's from and the fact that she had so many siblings, you might be able to put two and two together and come to that conclusion. However, I do not know that for a fact. I don't want to say anything as a fact. These are just things that I found about her. Do with that information as you will. So I don't know if that negates it or not, but I did have issues with how Kit's spending habits were portrayed for how poor she was supposed to be in the book. It just didn't make sense to me. And then let's talk about Kit herself. There are two reasons why you finish a book. Because the plot is awesome and you like you really you need to know how the plot ends, right? Or you really care about the characters. Character driven, right? Or plot driven stories is kind of how it goes. Um, I did not like Kit as a character. I had many, many issues with her. Some of them because of my own personal beliefs and opinions and stuff like that and some of them because it just didn't make any sense things that I had kind of talked about before that were very aggravating yeah I didn't really like her as a character which made it very difficult to finish reading the book because if you don't like the main character of the book it's very unlikely you are going to like the book and since I've had more time to reflect on this book originally I was like okay this is a fine book After reflecting on it all the way through, I don't think I would ever read this book again. And because I didn't really like it, it was fine, but there were so many things I didn't like about it and very few things that I did. So what didn't I like about Kit herself? The first thing is how she skips all this school. She skipped the Monday she went to um, be on the news, even though she literally could have made it and had three tests or something like that that day she decides no I'm going to not go to school and then on Thursday and Friday she doesn't go to school because all her friends are mad at her and aren't talking to her to me okay if you know me then you know that I don't I don't skip school I do not miss class that is not a thing I've ever done I would I hate being sick if I and missing or having a field trip and I have to miss my other classes, it stresses me out so much. So the fact that Kit could just skip three days of school in her one week is unfathomable to me. I just, what? I, I could never. So I was frustrated by that. But then also you're skipping school, not even for a good reason. Like, especially on Monday, you should have just gone. And then on Thursday and Friday, it's just because you can't face your friends, which, which I understand it's definitely got to be hard going to school if everybody's mad at you that's your friend but you need to go to school come on just do it so that was one reason why she irked me is that she just skipped all the school and I I just don't vibe with that the other thing is she caused herself so many unnecessary problems by not telling anybody about the fact that her uncle said they can't do the tournament literally from page maybe 
150 on, she knows that they're not allowed to do the tournament and she's debates telling her friends on and off again for the rest of the book and decides just not to. And the whole thing is if she didn't tell any of them and if her uncle hadn't come out and told everybody they would get fired point blank to the entire group and they went out and then he fired them because she didn't tell them, that's on her for losing them all their jobs, but also taking away their right to make the decision of whether they want to fight or not. Because some of them, this was their main job. Like Penny, this was her only job. She's not in school. This is how she survives, how she makes a living. So she can't just not, I don't know, whatever. I keep seeing the dog shadow walking by my door and it's stressing me out because I think it's, yep, he's, uh, there he goes. He's um scratching at the door wanting to come in. Yeah, thanks Klaus. Way to annoy me. I bet you're going to try and leave. Anyways, so she doesn't tell any of her friends and it literally, her friends could have helped find solutions to the problem, but instead she just keeps it to herself and doesn't tell anybody. And then she gets so mad after they all find out and they don't talk to her. There's this whole text conversation where in the, when I originally recorded this, I knew where the text conversation was and I read it back because it literally made me crazy. She basically is like, come on, we should still fight. And then nobody responds to her. And she says, really? Okay, nobody wants to talk to me right now? I'm like, girl, you just backstabbed all your friends. You need to calm down. Oh, I found it. So she says, like, we should also go out. I'm really sorry. She starts off by apologizing. And then she says she's really sorry, but I think we should still do it. And then she says, nothing, really? Okay, damn it, friends, talk to me. And then she sends this final text. Still nothing? All right, whatever. See you all at work tomorrow. I'm like, get over yourself. Yeah, if I found out that you didn't tell me this big secret for a whole week and a half that could have potentially gotten me fired, I would be mad and not talking to you either. So I don't care for Kit. She causes unnecessary problems and drama and then gets really mad at her friends for having normal reactions. I still don't completely understand why they all forgive her because Jet's video could not have been that fabulous. And, um, I mean, I would have forgiven her eventually, but honestly, it just, I have questions. And again, I just, there was a lot of things about her I didn't like. And let's move on to the final thing I want to touch on, and that's the romance with Jet. I love the underlying romance subplot in most books. That's just, I'm a sucker for them. I really do enjoy them. This one, not as enjoyable. It wasn't a main plot line, but it was definitely there and part of it. And Kit kind of decides that, yes, she does like Jet as the book goes on. But to me, I didn't really get those, I didn't feel the romance or the romantic tension or anything like that between them. I really, I really didn't feel it. And then on top of that, you have the fact that Jet friend zones her like seven times. She, he says, I'm not into serving wenches. And then later on says, oh, I said that to make you think, I said that because I'm into knights. Um, okay, but she wasn't a knight at that point when you said that. Mm, okay. And then he also like the kissing scene like she kisses him and he totally rejects her and is like no we're just friends whatever and then 
two days later, says, no, actually, I really like you. I just was worried our friendship was going to be messed up. And the thing is, I totally accept that in most other circumstances. I'm totally for the friends to lovers and they don't want to make a move because they don't want to ruin the friendship and then one of them freaks out because they don't want to ruin the friendship. Normally, I'm all there. I'm like there for that. I'm here for it. Um, This time, I was not. It just kind of fell flat to me because of everything that had happened before and maybe it's because we don't get to see inside Jet's head the whole story is told from Kit's perspective but I really I didn't feel it I really didn't buy it their romance it the book could have been just as good with uh or maybe even better with no romance and Jet just being a good friend a best friend to her instead of all the romance subplot so um yeah, the romance was just not really there. And so the one thing that maybe could have made this book better, well, I mean, there was lots of things that could have made this book better, but one of those things, it really didn't help. It kind of just detracted. And as I was talking, I just remembered another thing that I didn't write down on my post-it to talk about, the college thing. So Kit decides with maybe 30 or 40 pages left in the book that she's just going to go to the community college. And I and decides not to go to Marquette. And I feel bad for her, but I'm also like, yes, you're making the best financial decision possible for yourself. So I support her. And then in the literal last chapter, she's talking to Jet about it, and she says, oh, I'm not sure anymore about Marquette and going to the community college. And that's totally fair, but this is a book, this is not real life, and I want my story to be wrapped up. I don't need you questioning your decision you were super solid about 20 pages ago in the last chapter. That was frustrating. And then also on those lines, Kit gets rejected from all of her other colleges other than Marquette and the community college, and do you want to know why? It's because she only applies to Ivy League colleges, which just... I understand the writer probably did that so it didn't seem far-fetched she got into Marquette but got rejected everywhere else because yeah everybody gets rejected from Ivy League college Ivy League colleges but also it's just one of the another one of those things that made me think Kit what what were you thinking and maybe that's more of a judgment on the author than it should be on Kit but it's a little bit difficult for me to separate those two things in my head so Those were all of my thoughts overall. Originally, this was a much longer episode, but I kind of condensed it all and I thought about it more and was able to say things more succinctly. And so I'm sorry this isn't my original thoughts of it, but these are basically still my thoughts about a month out reading this book. So yeah, that was everything that I think you need to know about the life in medieval times of Kit Sweetly. If you want uh, to see some more content, you can check out my Instagram at I read a book once blog or go see my website at I read a book one. Well, I guess it wouldn't be at would be www.iredabookonceblog.com. I, I do blog posts that talk about aspects of the book that I didn't talk about and other different things about writing and maybe or reading and maybe writing, stuff like that. So you should definitely go check it out. If you want to get ahead of the game and read the book I'm going to be talking about next week, I'll be talking about Anxious People by Frederick Bachman next week. It's a New York Times bestselling novel, which is not something I typically make sure I go and read, but it was my September book of the month. It was a good read and I definitely would recommend it. And I'll be telling you more about it next time. So that's all for today. And I'll catch you guys next time.